in a clash that transcends generations. A New York arena is set ablaze with a battle rap icon squaring off against an electric, relentless force. An eagerly anticipated battle with high stakes, massive implications that promises a fusion of old school and new school. Old school, new school, need to learn, though, right? <laughs> Lyricism at its finest between a hyper-explosive performer and a tactician that could very well redefine the essence of the sport we call battle rap. And now that I finished with my preamble, you know what we're here for. Murder Mook versus New Jersey Twerk was announced for Homecoming 2 going down December 10th. Shout out to URL for this. This is a big, big battle. It is going down. My name is France. I am your host of the Let's Talk Battle Rap podcast. You can follow the show at LTBR Podcast on all social media. Log on to letstalkbattlerap.com for all your latest stats, facts, news, and editorial coverage. Let's get right into it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going down. Murder Mook versus New Jersey Twerk. I'm so excited for this. You know, I've been all over the world for battle rap. Personally, I love watching it from home the most, but ain't nothing like an event in New York. The energy and the atmosphere is special. It's different. Legacies are made here. And, you know, it feeds my New York soul. I'm biased. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? It's nostalgic. It's nostalgic. Uh, So much to talk about with this battle, man. You know, first and foremost, if you know, you know, this is actually the third time they're battling, right? Because they got the two on two. And then they got the impersonation battle. Shout outs to Appa and Kai, you know what I'm saying? Back in those Twitter space battle days. No seriousness, though. They do have some history because prior to the two-on-two battle, you can point to various blogs or interviews where Twerk is downplaying Murder Mook's pen. You know, Mook is responding to all the comments of Twerk downplaying it. But we don't even got to go that far back just yet, okay? Let's, just, let's stick to this year. Summer Madness 13, Houston. Right before New Jersey Twerk sets to go on the stage to battle Hollow to Don, in the back you got Anwar, and he bumps into Murder Mook. Anwar's uh, New Jersey Twerk's manager, if you don't know. So Mook goes to Anwar and is like, you know, can't see your man. Can't see what your man does today. You know what I'm saying? And Anwar, you know, it's just like, what, what, what you mean by that? And Mook's like, you know, he, he might be next. He might be next. And and why did take it serious for a moment? And why I thought, you know, he was just, he, you know, he, he was like, ah, whatever. But little and behold, once you watch the footage of New Jersey Twerk versus Hollow to Don, who's standing front row and center right next to Smack? Mr. Jonathan Ankrum himself, you know? And <laughs> in the first round of Twerk's performance against Hollow, when he's landing some of his big haymakers and he's got this slow flow cooking where he's kind of dissecting hollow and he really gets the crowd engaged and he like he lands a dyslexic bar. The camera pans to Mook just smiling and laughing in 4K, you know? And then after the battle, you there is an interview on 15 Minutes of Fame where you can see Mook go, go to Anwar again. He says to Anwar, end quote, when I battled Tayrock, I was scared. When I battled Geechee, I was scared. New Jersey twerk terrifies me. I'm scared of him. So obviously that's giving an utmost respect to twerk because we all we all had a lot of doubts for, for Murder Mook. At least I did. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of doubts for Murder Mook going into both those battles against Terok and Geechee. And here he is again just saying how much uh, motivation and fear an opponent like twerk brings. They're very similar to those two. So will the result render the same? You know, uh, to be determined. But... Are y'all paying attention to what's going on over there with New Jersey Twerks 2023? Okay. 
earlier this year in multiple podcasts when I kept talking about people in the Cody race, right? People that are front runners, people that are contenders. I kept saying, do not leave New Jersey Twerk's name out of it. You know, some people at LTBR, I'm not going to say their names, back in September, you know what I'm saying? That was telling me, eh, it can't really close the gap. You know, it's just, this, you know, it's, just, it's one person in the lead. And I'm like, oh, hold, pump the brakes there for a minute, man. 2023 is. New Jersey Twerk's most complete and best year of his career. He has displayed a massive level of maturity and discipline from the way he has prepared and performed in these battles. And it doesn't even matter the opponent because he's given this level of respect to all tiers. You could look at his ears, toss out with necks and coffee, right? He also has some small league battles and some different circuits. And then, you know, he takes on somebody like Chef Trez, who obviously is also one of the five best guys this year. And then his last four battles in a row are all goats. Howard Adon on Summer Madness. New uh, Jazz on Emerson Kennedy's platform. He's going out to London to battle Shadi Horror. And he's coming back to battle Murder Mook in New York. And that's going to be his third consecutive headliner against his fourth goat in a row. You know, this is an impeccable resume. And this is just a testament to how dedicated he's been all year and i want to share the story um in 2022 the end of the year last year at the outside one event where tay rock battled snake eyes before those battles went down you had the light work battles right so new jersey twerk battle all red that day and i had to talk with twerk i was just you know giving him props for his real sick battle i was in the building for that and we we're talking about it he he said you know he thinks he can make a cody list this year with the way he closed out but he said he's really determined to go for cody next year you know and I thought that was really interesting because from the few years he's ranked within the top 20, we've always felt like he was in a spot that was lower than what he was supposed to be because of, you know, his own mishaps. But his performance and his resume was always good enough to keep him in a top spot for Cody. So to hear him say he actually wanted to go for it was very, was very, you know, it was like profound to hear. It's like, okay, cool. That's dope. I'm, I'm excited that you have this goal in mind. And then after the next battle, he had his whole mindset of after every battle, I ain't talking. I'm going to let the work speak for itself. I ain't doing no interviews. I'm going MIA after the battle. I'm going to let the performance speak and y'all deal with it. And for three or four performances in a row, we had him as a top rated performer. You can go to the website. We've been tracking this all year long. We This, this guy has been in a very, very, very consistent bag, which I could personally say I'm proud of. Um, I like how Jazz says, this is your seventh year. Now you in this bag, which is funny, but he's here now. It's arrived and it's very dangerous. And it's it's consistently performing at a high level against good competition. Very good competition. Now for the actual battle, though, this is difficult, man, because like. I just feel like Murder Mook had his career high performance in this exact situation, homecoming one against Gichigati. And listen, Lord knows I doubted him. Lord knows I didn't think he could translate or be dynamic on the stage. I hadn't really seen him do it prior to it. And I didn't know he had it in him. Something clicked. He he figured out how to add some more performance. The, the writing style got a little bit more ignorant. It got, you know, we got some more punches. We got some more gun bars. We, we got to it a little faster. It got to the point where he even found himself having the crowd jump prematurely before he completed the setup. He was in his bag against Gichigati. And I, I want to say that, like, when you look at the Gichigati battle and the Big K battle, uh, the glaring difference, obviously, the opponent in the environment. But in that blue room, 
all the bars that Murder Mook had that probably didn't necessarily resonate or felt flat, at least in this New York crowd, he has the ability to have so much momentum from the audience and his performance and his presence that it can compensate for any of those lines that may not really necessarily be potent or hit or connect with the crowd or, or, or his opponent. And I don't know. I don't necessarily know if he can surpass the peak of that battle. Now there's expectations, you know what I'm saying? Now we're like, now we really have to see, okay, can you be better than the Geechee battle? But what I think he could definitely do is be at an even level for all three rounds that makes it very, very difficult and very challenging. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's figured out exactly what works on that, on that type of stage, on that type, in that type of environment. And with somebody like Twerk, he has just so much to say. In fact, I actually want to talk a little bit about what Murder Mook said to New Jersey Twerk in their face off at the two-on-two two years ago. Because it was really interesting how he views his style. Let's listen to this clip here of Murder Mook talking about how he analyzes Twerk style. Yeah. I'm just saying I've never seen him. I've never seen he wasn't prepared. Just said I never seen him prepared. That was that's it. But like he's like I like his raps. Like I like his he's a he entertaining rap. Like I like it. He's a rapidy rap nigga. He know how to like rap words. Like he know how to put lines together, make metaphors, do shit like that. But he never ever said no shit to me that was like real life. Like I felt, I just felt like, oh, that was that was fire. Bar. It was a bar. Like, oh, that is fire. He know how to put some shit together. Boom, 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 make it a bar hard. But when there's something that hits you, I never heard him say nothing that hit. They'd be like, mm, damn, that was some real shit. Never heard him say nothing like that. You know, he maybe, you know, he he could. He give you like ahs and not no oohs. Nah, he don't even know oohs. Fuck a ooh, he don't give you no. Don't give you no. See, I thought that was interesting because. Twerk has this bag where sometimes he gets in this real talk struggle substance bag. It doesn't, it, you don't see it a lot, but you can date back to like maybe like the chess battle when he's just like, you know, my homie did a seven year bid and got poked on his road. They told him it was death for jail. And he got both. And fast forward to the jazz battle where he talks about his homie passing away for the Dougie battle. He had a strong right and had a weak left. Like he can get into that bag. And when he does, it's special because Twerk has a story. He has a lot to say. He has a lot to, he's been through a lot, you know what I'm saying? So there's, there's experiences there that I actually am very intrigued to hear a little bit more of. Um, obviously murder Mook is just, is, is all about substance. He's all about finding ways to really, tear his opponent down, break them down, and make make us look at him differently, which is what he did successfully against Rock and Geechee Gotti. Um, can he do it successfully against Twerk? Listen, I, I have no doubts that Mook will be good in this battle. The onus is more on Twerk, I think, because if you go down the list of categories here, performance, punchlines, uh, delivery, haymakers, uh, you know, presence, rebuttaling. I'm pretty sure if you go down the list of attributes, you're probably going to check more boxes off for Twerk than for Mook. And so, like, if Twerk is rolling and he's in his bag and he lands a strapped in, like, how does Mook answer that? Like, I don't necessarily know how does he answer that calling. The counter is what if, you know, Twerk overthinks it? You know, what if he kind of 
you know, does that slow flow again or switches it up or kind of deviates from some of the stuff that he does or, or because he has such a, a array of things in his skill set that he doesn't necessarily structure it in the way that's most effective. One thing that Mook is really going to focus on is structure. You know what I'm saying? So I think the onus is a lot on twerk for this battle because uh, I could point to like maybe like his real sick battle most recently. I don't know a lot of people that can just 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 <laughs> beat that type of performance. You know, you know, sick did amazing. Like, I just don't know people who could just clear that level of twerk. You know what I'm saying? And he can he can very well bring that. This is his first first time on a New York stage uh since Summer Impact Reloaded. That's a two on two. But if you go back to his one on ones, he hasn't been on the New York stage since 2017, man. So it's, it's been a little minute. So he also wants to recognize that. And because it's in New York, that it's still advantageous to Mook because I guess he's very comfortable here. But New York and New Jersey, they're one and the same, right? And 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 I say we because, like, I'm from New Jersey now. <laughs> so as deep as Harlem will be in the building, Jersey will be as equally deep in there as well. Make no mistake. Uh, I'm very, very intrigued by this battle because, you know, there's a Cody on the line here for, I mean, you know, Twerk still has to handle business with Shoddy Horror. Let's make sure we, we cross our, our, our dots and what's the, what's the cross our T's and dot our I's. Make sure he handles business there first because, um, you know, without that, like, you know, still incomplete, I guess. But he has a very real chance to seal the deal and accomplish his goal that he set out a year ago. I'm very excited about it. And I think Murder Mook is a very difficult assignment in New York, one that I don't think many people can conquer. But if there's anybody that can handle this obstacle, it would be twerk. You know, uh, man, it's, I was very conflicted with this battle because the more I kept talking, talking it out longer and longer, the more I kept switching my opinion, because there's moments where I feel like, you know, I still don't know necessarily know like how I feel about Twerk being the last performer at the end of the night, where he has to be the one to reinvigorate the crowd. I've seen him go last a couple times in his career and didn't necessarily get the crowd as involved as he would have liked. Um, but then there's also the element of I think his pen is better than Mook's. So I think he's less likely to airball than Mook. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a lot, man. You know, also, can he change the perception for me to see Mook differently? Because, like, there's moments, I guess, you go back to that two-on-two, -two, very brief moment when Torque had the ISO in the second round, and he's kind of like, you can't be a man, I can't be a fan. And while the whole premise of the angle, some of it didn't register, a lot of it did still. Like, when he had the, you said, I choked in the battle, you got choked in the battle, big difference, that was hard. The big pimping line was hard. Some of the other lines didn't necessarily hit, but the point is, he can he, he, he can find something to talk to Mook about. And obviously, Mook can find a lot to talk to Twerk about. You know what I'm saying? And it's still all very effective. So it's a very, very, very strategic, interesting battle. Uh, ultimately, there's just a fundamental aspect that I... Uh, stick to when it comes to these kind of battles when you have an explosive person on the stage explosive performer versus a strategist slash angler you know what I'm saying Mook is, is, is one of the best anglers I take the explosion over the person trying to break the person down like there's many instances where I feel like that is the scenario that that is that supersedes the person just trying to talk to you but 
you know, the, 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 the component that makes this tricky is that Torque can do it all, you know, and because he can do it all, I want to know exactly what part of it does he put together and where does he put it together at? You know what I'm saying? Um, ultimately, if he's himself, which we know him to be, or he's a version of we've seen in the past, you could point to the Tayrock battle, the real sick battle. You could point to a handful of performances that I just be like, I don't necessarily know what the best version of Mook can do against this level of torque. So, and a lot of people in media going with twerk. So I really wanted to zag too. I really wanted to zag. And my New York soul wants to go with Mook. I'm tired of doubting him. I'm tired of being on the wrong side of things. You know what I'm saying? I doubted him with Rock. Doubted him with Geechee. This time around, I actually believe in him. It's just the person he's battling is arguably the best battler so far this year. You know what I'm saying? So it makes it very, very difficult. But uh, we're going to chop it up some more with my man Vlad when, on Monday. Um, and we're doing the Twitter space tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we haven't been in the spaces in about two months. Pull up on us so that we could uh, hear a variety of opinions from the people. I can't wait to hear this, man. The people that are very pro Big K. I know, where you, I know who you guys are rooting for. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I know who you guys are rooting for. Um and the people that are very pro new era, I know who you guys are rooting for, or the people that are just tired of doubting Mook after he proved you guys wrong with the Tayrock and Geechee battle, which is also respectable. This is I was conflicted, man. It was very conflicted. Um, but I'm gonna stick to my fundamental value of just taking the person that's more explosive than the strategist on a big stage, especially in this magnitude of this moment where this is legacy defining, career defining. And can really, really, really shape a great milestone in Torque's career. That's all for me today, man. Enjoy this monologue podcast slash blog. We'll see you guys in the spaces tonight. Let's talk better off.com. We out of here. <laughs>